हेलो लिसनर्स दिस इज माई फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑन पॉडकास्ट विच आई रिसेंटली लर्न दट हाउ टू डू पॉडकास्टिंग एंड आई फाउंड इट वेरी इंटरेस्टिंग मीडियम ऑफ इंटरेक्शन एंड कम्युनिकेशन बींग अ टीचर एंड स्टूडेंट ऑफ लिटरेचर आई लाइक रीडिंग लिटरेचर एंड प्रोड्यूसिंग टू सो थ्रू माई एपिसोड्स आई वुड लाइक टू शेयर लिटरेचर and my life experiences with you literature which i myself may write or which i find to be very interesting and close to my heart so today i am going to share a story blaming the dead written by me only so let's get started sitting in her office kalpana again goes down the memory lanes when she gets off from the phone call by her mother her mother has called to remind her that it's the fair day in her parental village today she hails from majina a very tiny village in sonipat district the village is cramped in territorial aspects but has an immensely unpleasant and unilluminated history of caste conflicts and honor killing kalpana a ceo of a company belongs to the family known for having only daughters her mother shakuntala has been continuously taunted by her relatives for being an unfortunate woman bearing only women now the kismat her fate of all five sisters including the youngest kalpana married off happily and living an independent life pricks like thorns in the flesh of naysayers of her mother and see the irony of her so called blessed and auspicious aunt tai chintorani who never let off the chance of rubbing salt in the wounds of shakuntala having only sons chintorani is running from pillars to post to get her five sons married all of them are of marriageable age but due to their bad qualification status 39th pass and 27th pass and the meager ancestral land the chance of marriage is very poor everyone know that the blessing of five sons to rani was not a heavenly gift to her rather it was the result of her hawaniyat means the barbarity that she did not welcome the four princesses between these five sons and killed them in her womb everyone had shut their eyes and sealed their lips about this fact because suggesting and talking to chinto was just like string an hornet nest in this way chinto's sore points were swept under the carpet chinto who had always the upper hand in family matters and decisions tried to proselytize shakuntala too to follow her example but the unflinching motherly love in shakuntala did never accept this inhumanity time passed by chinto the blessed and shakuntala the cursed around 3 decade down the line nature fights back and tables have turned Chinto Rani's sons are still bachelors. 
Chinto blames her unborn daughters for not being alive to save the family from turning into a shed of bachelors. She feels jealous of the families who have eligible daughters to marry off in exchange of their idle and indolent sons. She has approached all her relatives for swap marriage of her sons. Chinto even pulls strings to convince Shakuntala for her daughter's swap marriage. Shakuntala, who have always venerated Chinto as her elder sister, put her feet down where the well-being of her daughters is on the stake. This enraged Chinto Rani and after that day, the families are not in talking terms. How can Kalpana forget the fate of her friend Tripta, whose life was ruined by a swap marriage? Tripta, Tripta's bhabi Nisha was her nanad as well. Nisha used to poison the ears of her mother and brother by expressing her plight and dissatisfaction at her in-law's family. Every phone call and visit from her would bring beatings and more beatings for Tripta. Tired of bearing the brunt of two families' problems, Tripta finally committed suicide. Chinto jumps with joy when she comes to know about the possibility of getting her sons married by purchasing wives from other neighboring states like Uttar Pradesh, Jharkhand and Himachal. This magic bullet will cost 3 lakhs for one bride, the mediator had told her. Chinto didn't let the grass grow under her feet. She could manage only 7 lakhs by selling off the small scrap of ancestral land they were having. With this amount, only two of her sons could get married. Therefore, the deal was finalized, two wives in exchange of 6 lakhs. Chinto pulls her chest that she has finally made it happen and two sons of her has got married. The superfluous celebration drained into smoke only 20 days after the marriage. The elder son's wife eloped with all clothings and jewellery. She was 25, a seasonal traitor who was an expert of giving culmination to such marriage fiasco and escaping with jewellery and money. But the younger one, Vidushi, only 16, is trapped. She has been sold off for the first time. Devoid of land, owner, money and daughter-in-law, all rage and energy of Chinto is exercised in tightening the noose around Vidushi. Being from the far-off countryside of Himachal, Vidushi is not able to comprehend Haryanvi culture and language. Her ignorance is considered her obstinacy and stupidity and she is beaten black and blue every day. Being pregnant, at the tender age of 16, Vidushi could not survive under such an excruciating physical and psychological pressure and succumbed after giving birth to a dead daughter. Again, the house of Chinto is full of widowers and bachelors. As said very rightly, that the black will take no other hue. In transient Chinto passes her time by cursing Vidushi for dying without adding any son to the posterity of her family. Alas, she can only find deads to blame. The story is just an attempt to show you the tip of the iceberg. 
The question which raises its head is that for how long we'll keep on shedding crocodile tears and expressing our shadow sympathies for the dead like Tripta and Vidushi. It's high time when we should pull our weight at doing our bit for the empowerment and emancipation of those alive in the similar situation. And this is something which comes from my observation in my surrounding hope you people will like it and appreciate it thank you that's all for today